back to Weekend at Berkman's, the show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. And hello, everyone. Uh, episode 21 here. Um, we're, uh, we decided to continue on as one percenters. Um, <laughs> bit of an interesting episode this evening. So... Uh, we have our first international on location uh, with Mark being in Argentina, so we'll, we'll hear a little bit more about that. Um, I happen to be uh, back in the dark ages here at DFW, so we had some uh, storms and winds roll through, and apparently uh, Spectrum doesn't have their best and the brightest working on restoring internet, so I am uh, <laughs> on my phone here, but a limited faculties, but... Uh, had a few of the uh, few of the listeners and uh, investors. Uh, what did you call them, Stephen? Angel hair investors. Uh, <laughs> give us some some input that maybe we try abbreviated format. So we're we're gonna try a bit of an express version here today. See if we maybe we can keep it under an hour and a half. But uh, anyway, um, so uh, forgive me if uh, we're not at our our best this evening. But uh, want to start with. Well, to start with the old man giving us, uh, you know, a highlight, low light of, of Argentina. Uh, he's in he's in Buenos Aires. So let me start with Stephen, though, uh, master oh. of the Spanish language, master of the Spanish language. Do you know what Buenos Aires stands for means? Uh, Buenos is good. Mm. Air is good air. Good airs. Good airs. The literal, I would say the literal uh, translation. translation. We will accept that. I also would have accepted fair winds. Um, oh, fair winds. Either one of those. So, okay, good job. So you Fair were, winds you, and good trade. Isn't that some like old school like shipping? Uh, I wish yeah. you I wish you fair winds, fair winds and solid sails or something like that. Long live. Don't quote me on ship. it. I'm yeah. not Department of Corrections next week. I'm asking. That was not a statement. <laughs> <laughs> around, yeah, all, around the Strait of Magellan. Yeah. That's all it takes. Uh, you say things with a little rise at the end, and it's a question as opposed to a statement. That's good. I like it. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, one of my, uh, one of my favorite places uh, that I got to, to visit for work. Um, so, Mark, what, what's your highlight low light uh, world traveler there? Uh, yeah, no. Hola, uh, como esta? Uh, yeah, uh, highlight. Um, they, they are lovers and purveyors of good meat. Uh, and I so far have enjoyed some amazing meals, uh, steak, uh, many different cuts. Tonight we had a flaming tomahawk that was, uh, mm. car carved table side, um, I've never seen anything like it in my life where the actual tomahawk was in flames cooking while in fuego In fuego. I mean, it was, it was in fuego uh, as they were preparing it for us. Um, and then other cuts of beef were also prepared. I think one of my favorite things down here though, has got to be the provoletta, which is the cheese mm. that is grilled in a hotly oiled skillet. Um, we had that at traveler's table. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. At traveler's table. That's right. So to me, that the food is fantastic. The people here are great too. I uh, can't go without saying that. Um, you know, it's nice. It's it's springtime down here. We're on the other side of the old uh, the earth, 
but food definitely top notch. The the thing that low light for me um, is the hit or miss accommodations. Uh, I'm in a I'm in what I'd call a you know a top of the line hotel chain. Uh, I have no cold water. I have no TV that works, which again, you know, I don't really watch that much TV in the base case. Just reference any of our Star Wars episodes. Um, and the air conditioner, it it uh, it's moist in my room. Let me put it that way. Uh, so that to me is puzzling. And I have shared all this with the front desk in a nice, polite manner. But apparently the hotel is sold out. So this is where I am. Um, you know. It, it, it's first world problems. I get it. Uh, it's tough to take a, if you've ever tried to take a, a shower in scalding hot water, it makes it a little bit challenging. Uh, especially when you want to clean yourself after a workout, um, you know, and, uh, the air conditioner's moist. So I'm a little worried about having to throw my clothes out cause they're going to grow mold throughout the week. But, uh, other than that, everything's fantastic. We'll just go full Karen mode down there. Show them what the U.S. Americans are all about. And go Karen mode and, you know, they'll People find you something. They, find you in the auxiliary work, closet they, they or something hard. like that. They work hard. It, it's, you know, the economy down here is having some tough times. It's It ain't worth it. We'll we'll figure it out. What's the uh, what's the season down there? I'm, at the, I'm, I'm a little surprised it's hot, to be honest. No, it's, 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 it's only hot in my room. Because the air conditioner is not conditioning the air. Uh, I would try okay. to open the window, but because I'm on such a high floor, apparently that's a safety risk. So I can't really open the window. Mm. Uh, it's, it is spring down here. It is, it is the opposite of northern uh, hemispheric conditions. So we're in fall up in uh, the old uh, Texas down here. It's, it's spring. We're getting ready. Mark. We're moving into the summer season. If you want to do something for the listener, you should go into your bathroom and flush the toilet and tell us that it flows the other direction because that's always a fun that. thing to that, do. That was I, I actually did take a video of that and I was on FaceTime with my kids tonight and we did get a kick out of that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, love Buenos Aires. Great city. Glad Great you city. Enjoy. Need all the Absolutely. meats. Don't come back all with All the meats. Another uh, questionable gout, gout week again. So, good luck. Could be. Could be. Could be. A few things for me. So, um, does the term "muy hagoso" mean anything to you? And it, it's not the it's it's not the situation in your room. It, does no. that term mean anything to you? Uh, yes. Why? Where where, where are you where are you pulling that from? <laughs> well, I just remember I was at some sort of Argentinian experience and uh, and the people there that were preparing the food said, you should order your steak muy hagoso. And I said, okay. And apparently that's um, just, uh, you know, a step above the heart still beating or Correct. step below, depending on how you look at it. And, uh, but I, it was one of the best prepared. It oh, was yeah. not. You know, too bloody, not too juicy, despite the name. But muy muy hago. If you haven't gotten a steak prepared muy hagoso yet, I w- I would highly recommend. I that. I know you're not video enabled tonight, Mike. But I was gonna. I showed Stephen my muy hagoso tenderloin. It's actually called Whoa. Lomo down here, and it is. Uh, you're right. And it was moist. Steak and fritas. Oh, baby. Yeah. Number two. Numero if dos. If you're 
Numero dos. If you enjoy wine at all, you have to have the Malbecs down oh, there. Malbec. Um, something from the Mendoza region. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And cheap. Paired with your. Really well, cheap. Yeah. Well, was, well, I mean, mine was on the company. So, yeah, it was very cheap, but also very delicious. <laughs> um, uh, so I recommend pairing the Muy Hagoso with, yeah, Malbec, maybe, maybe from the Mendoza region. Mm. Um, thirdly, so the interesting things there for me were one, Stephen mentioned the Alpha Jores, some sort of oh, like yeah. caramel, mm. marshmallow, Dolce de like, leche. Uh, some sort of cookie wrapped in a in a chocolate, um, mm. pretty good. So, you know, bring some of those back if you got room yeah, in the, the suitcase. The dark will do. The extreme cocoa ones, like the mm-hmm. the very dark chocolate ones. Those are the ones to get. They and love their candy. Here. The uh, the tea there. I don't know if you partake, and and maybe the pandemic has changed this, but one of the things that was interesting to me was the the mate, the tea. Mm -hmm. So you walk into, you know, the office, for instance, and you've got a a hot water machine. you got a big thing of this, like, green tea looking Mm -hmm. thing. You get a cup, and you you pour it in, and it's uh, it's scalding, and uh, I don't know, kind of looks like my pool skimmer these days, and it's it's got a bunch of stuff floating in it. But then you put a straw <laughs> in, and you share it with your best friend, and mm-hmm. it's quite tasty if you like if you like tea or green tea. Um, but I I can't imagine they're still I don't know. Have, have you noticed if they've gone back to sharing the mate? Uh, the I I did see some uh, mate sharing today. Uh, you know I. I I, I have expressed my feelings on the whole COVID thing. Uh, I'm, I, I was not surprised and I was actually pleasantly happy to see things have returned to the communal ways of sharing the mate. So that's nice. It uh, definitely is in full effect. I'm sure there's people that are, that, you know, are a little bit uh, nervous about sharing their straw, but uh, you know, it, uh, it's kind of a tradition here, but yes, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely like a loose leaf kind of tea with no bag. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, good. Well, enjoy enjoy the rest of your trip Thank down you. there. there. There's tons of, of pros uh, being down there in, in Argentina. So um, mm-hmm. enjoy the rest of the trip. Safe travels back. Uh, Stephen, I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if you did this on on purpose or not, but Stephen's got the uh, the smoker that he's been doing the uh, sort of the meat of the week, and he was saving some of the more advanced or delicious options for some of the bigger games. And so, as you know, uh, UT played Oklahoma State uh, this weekend, and he had what looked to be like a Oklahoma State orange. Uh, pork butt or something mm. to the effect on there. So how uh, how did that go? What what were the results there? Was it delicious or did you uh, maybe have some learnings from this go around? Oh no, no. I've uh, I think I've perfected the pork butt. Mm. Um, this is the second one. No changes. Perfect temperature. Again, the only thing that really changes is just the the poundage and how long it's got to go. But um, yeah, no, it's a good one. Actually, this this pork butt, I decided to change it up and get a new rub. I use uh, rubs from Meat Church that are actually out of Waxahachie, Texas, up there, or oh, Waxahachie yeah. for for others that say it like that. Um, but Meat Church, really good stuff. They came out with a new rub called Texas Sugar, 
Um, it has a lot of pepper. The name's a little um, misrepresented. A lot of peppers and some cumin in there. Um, but really, really good. Uh, liked it. it. I also did some chicken as well this weekend. Did it on there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Arby's is going to have to find a new slogan because Arby's got the meats. Steven's got the meats uh, <laughs> on the smoker here. So um, yeah, perfected it. We, you know, it was a big, big pork butt. It was 10 pounds. And the orange color, the dark red or kind of reddish was whenever you slather that butt up with some mustard and then put on that seasoning. And that's what you do. Smother that butt and mustard, put it on the rub. Uh, and then you let it sit and then you let it get sweaty, let it sweat out a bit. It really moistens and glistens. That would, that's what you want. You want to sit there, get that butt sweaty for about 30 minutes, then put it on the smoker. And again, this is not sexual talk. Is, this is, is this just, the Peloton? this is just, uh, yeah, mm. no Peloton. This is this is what this is a uh, barbecue smokers talk here. Mm. Sweaty butts. Sweaty butts. Okay, I'll be I'll be looking forward to your uh, recipe book there with the with the interesting descriptions. No, um, this is just this is standard. This is a uh, Texas barbecue lingo. Okay, and did you have that on a brioche or what? What was um, the well, so that was a little disappointing. So the first time I I had made this last month, um, HEB has some really nice in-house made uh, buns of sorts. Really good, really fresh. Well, you know, they were out and I had to just go with oh. some standard hamburger buns. And it wasn't the same. It was, that was the only thing that brought it down just a, a notch from the last time was not the good fresh buns um but considered brioche considered some other ones but uh, i don't know so that, that was the only pitfall but just as standard there's uh continued supply chain issues thanks to some from uh some folks up in washington and uh yeah here we are hmm. Hmm. i'm just questioning some of our uh, business decisions after that <clears throat> regular hamburger <laughs> bun selection, but I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself. Um, and then uh, got Halloween coming up on Monday. So we'll see if we, uh, if we get a chance to uh, do another pod before then um, we've, uh, we've got a party that we're going to where mm -hmm. we're, we're dressing up and I'm meant to be uh, part of the um, Winnie the Pooh gang so i oh, i'm nice. actually owl even though it's kind of a griffin eagle costume but um i'll, uh, I'll uh, <laughs> wait it's yes what? it's I, uh, so many questions but okay it's it, it's difficult to find adult uh owl costumes apparently so yeah because um, no I, adult you know, dresses was, like an owl well i was ready to I was ready to pivot and wear, you know, some sort of red and black check shirt and jeans and a tool belt and be Al Borland. Mm, but apparently yeah. I, was, nice. I was shot down. So um, that's an owl. That's an owl. I know. I know. But uh, so anyway, um, yeah, if you see a story out of DFW on Monday night of uh, some guy in a uh, eagle owl griffin costume terrorizing the neighborhood and kids, then you'll... Uh, You'll know what that's all about. But um, mm. you guys have any plans, Mark? I'm sure you're taking the kids around 
Um, yeah. But in, any big plans for Halloween traditions, whatever? No, tradition is we have some friends that uh, been you know coming over for many years to our house, coming over where we order pizza and wings and that kind of thing, and me and the dad stay at home uh, and hand out candy at our house, and the the moms and the kids will go in the neighborhood, and the neighborhood does a great job of kind of shutting the streets down, so there's not a lot of traffic, and everybody goes door to door, so that's that's kind of fun, and come back and. Me and the dads, we, we give out candy to kids and dads that come by, moms that come by too. We we have a the adult cooler, uh, beer and and water and whatever. So that's kind of fun. We just sit out on the porch and give out candy and such. Um, yeah, and it Monday, so that means there's Monday night football. Generally, we've got a football game going on. I usually I love it when Halloween's on like on Saturday. You can have college football on, but uh, we'll have Monday night football. Yeah, it's a blast. We have a good time. Steven, anything? Um, no Halloween traditions. We don't get a whole lot of trick-or-treaters here, so I mm. get one bag of candy, the bag of candy I like. I'll give out um, – <laughs> we normally have about four to five total doorbell rings. I give out, uh, you know, a couple handfuls, and then the rest are for, for me. Um, <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, Saturday night we have some – party thing i for sure i'm not dressing up i hate dressing up it's like the worst <laughs> thing in the world so i'm gonna go as me if they don't like it then they can suck it okay so is there is so. is any of that candy any of that candy chocolate based and does that oh, make yeah. its way into the freezer Ooh, I it traditionally does not but now you got me thinking but yes it is chocolate based it is the best candy out there that is called Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm. Um, if you disagree, we can fight about that later. But yes, uh, that's what I buy, and that's what I eat. Yes. Okay. And potentially going to put some in the freezer tonight. Mm. Delicious. All right. Well, um, so we, uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see whether or not we, we meet up again before uh, Halloween. But it's... Um, Lots of decorations up here in the neighborhoods. The wind is adding to some of the uh, mm. the spookiness. The, w- the wind and the power outage is adding to some of the spookiness. So it um, uh, should be fun. So on to uh, this week in golf. Again, we're sort of in the doldrums of the season. Uh, Rory ends up winning the CJ Cup uh, in Congaree. So I will ask you if either of you knows – what the CJ company is and or where Congaree is. I know where Congaree, but I don't know where CJ is. <laughs> okay, where Congaree where's... is in South Carolina. South and Carolina. From the, from the one time they did have another tournament out there, it actually looks like a very beautiful course. It looks like a really cool course. So, again, I uh, think it's very cool looking, but um, – yeah, CJ, uh, no clue. Um, I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna guess that it's South Korean. Correct. I do know okay. that. Yep. Because they always sponsor a lot of the South Korean golfers, and that's only my only hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a big it's holding company. Conglomer- a lot. Yeah, conglomeration. Yeah, yeah. a lot of businesses. BlackRock. Do we need to talk about BlackRock? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we're all gonna be waxed. We're all gonna be axed and waxed no, by our no, next no. episode. 
Yeah, you're. It's like it's like that joke where they say, uh, "You don't have to outrun a bear; you just have to mm. outrun the slowest, uh, slowest one of your friends." And so, Stephen, you're way ahead of Mark and I in terms of people that are out to get you um, from the government in the conspiracy theory arena. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, not worried. Is if you go, then then I will be. Nervous, yeah, but, uh, let me just state on. for the record, uh, just like Epstein, if something happens, it wasn't me. And um, <laughs> yeah, just please, all I ask is you and my listeners get to the bottom of it and don't let the people get away with it, like okay. you have with Epstein and mm-hmm. thousands of others. Okay, and no, I did not shoot myself twice in the back of the head. I can guarantee that. Okay, all right, moving this, on. Stephen claims he will not. <laughs> Take his own life in prison. You heard it. Heard it here. Heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Heard it here. Yeah. Uh, yeah so Congaree uh, in the in the Low Country, actually, there in South Carolina. Oh. My sister lived in Be- uh, Beaufort for a while. It's in sort mm-hmm. of in the, the Hilton Head area. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty pretty part of the country, especially this time of year. Um, but yeah, do you? Uh, I think about Rory. He's he's kind of an interesting character you know he's he's one of the the golden uh boys now if you will with the live and the pga separation so he's very been very much pro pga tour um also you know an, an amazing talent i'd say he's probably the most amazing talent that came after tiger but i can remember uh unfortunately you know hasn't really delivered maybe the number of majors that everybody thought that he should have um, thing. And I'm going to ask you what, what maybe you either, either think of Rory or maybe the thing that you remember the most, the thing that I remember the most about him is what, whatever year that was that he was, he was at the masters and he still had, you know, that sort of that clown hair that was coming out of the, the bottom of his hat. And, and I think it was on like 10, 10 T or something on Sunday. And he ends up like, you know, snapping yes. it, snapping it into a house yeah. like seventy mm-hmm. yards off the tee, and that was just the uh, the beginning of the end. And I, you know, I don't know if that was actually the beginning of the end of of his career, or, or shall I say, like his trajectory changed significantly in terms of the number of majors that that he would win. But obviously, he still needs that one for the Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. And um, in my mind, like still. You know, obviously, Hall of Flame, uh, Hall of Hall of Flame. What is this? Hall uh, of Flame. Bobby Flay. Yeah, Hall of, Hall of Flames with Guy Fieri. No, uh, Hall of Fame with Chamblay, obviously. Um, but I, you know, just maybe uh, put him on the list there with with the people that just didn't exactly reach their potential for for one reason or another. But man, there's sometimes I watch that guy play, and he just, you know, he'd go out there and place it in the fairway every day, just long and straight, and. Um, Obviously, a stalwart on the European Ryder Cup team. So I'll I'll give you a minute. I'll give you the floor here in a minute, and then I'm going to end with with another amazing BS story with him. But uh, what do you guys think about Rory? Stevo? Uh, yeah. No, all right. So you go first. You go first. You go. No, 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 no. All right. Sorry, America. A long way down here to South America. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the satellites, um, yeah, satellite <laughs> and Mars and stuff. It's in retrograde. Yeah, go ahead, Stephen. Um, yeah, Mike kind of hit on it. The one thing that still, and again, same, you can say the same thing with Tiger. 
is I still, whenever I think about Rory, I think about Rory when he's sponsored by Oakley, wearing a lot of white belts with the clown hair sticking out of the hat, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And now to see him, you know, kind of a little buttoned up, a little proper, you know, gray in his hair, actually like pretty dang jacked. Like it's still mm-hmm. so weird to me. Uh, but the funniest is he just – he's also made comments. He's like, yeah, if I wasn't playing golf, like I would not have the wife I have. So at least he's honest about it. Um, but anyways, from a golf perspective, I really like him. Like he he's – I've always liked him. Um, I think he's a great golfer. His swing is one of those that I can just watch on repeat all day, especially, mm-hmm. especially his driver. Um, I think for me, the thing about Rory is he's so well thought of. He's always been, you know, for the last 15 years, been that, you know, the next thing, the next thing. And they talk about him like, mm-hmm. he, especially coming out as the next Tiger. Well, he's never been that. Don't get wrong. Like he has, uh, what, four majors, uh, maybe five. He's won a lot of tournaments, but not like how they were thinking 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, really, for me, it's a short game. His wedges and putters have completely um, mm. been the reason he hasn't improved there. And again, not sure if he's if he's worked his ass off in the off season to fix it, or if he's just comfortable with it. I think he's now kind of okay with his spot. But as a golfer and as a person, really like him and um, definitely. Somebody who it's kind of cool, kind of first started watching golf. He was coming on the scene and be cool to see him throughout his career. Yeah, I, I, I'd say I'd echo a lot, you know, all that. I mean, I, I've, I've enjoyed watching him. I, I, I think I got into golf a little bit before Tiger. Sorry. How do I say this? Before Tiger Woods came on the scene, um, Tiger Woods was clearly playing golf long before me, but I was playing golf before it was really cool like it is now um and i think as we've added a few more players to the mix like rory and i, I mean i won't lie like ricky fowler i went to school with folks like charles howe the third and other golfers that kind of made golf cool like rory to me makes golf uh, a sport that seems accessible i think he has humble beginnings his dad was a great golfer he grew up in you know kind of a smallish town in, in ireland and Anyway, I, I just I like hear, hearing about him and reading about him. And he's very every man. Right. You know, and he can relate to people. And I think that's cool with sports stars because he's definitely that. I think he and I don't know, I could regale you with some stats like, you know, he and Tiger and Jack, I think, were the first or the only three golfers to win four majors before they were 25. Department of Corrections me on that. Um, and I think he's just, you know a guy that's a mouthpiece for uh, and a, a vocal supporter of, of the game and the PGA tour and what it does. And I think he's, uh, you know, he, he's true to himself, which I think goes beyond just the game of golf. So I, I like him for that. And I love watching him swing and play. And every time I see him tee it up at a tournament, I, I enjoy watching him. I think he's going to be the guy that now that Tiger is kind of, I'll use the word fading away from the limelight, you know, of the PGA tour, I think he's the guy that's kind of picking it up and, and coming into that spotlight. So I, I, I like that. And I think he's the good, he's the right guy for that. So anyway, I, I'm, I like Rory. Glad he's number one. I think there's some good dudes up at the top there. I know John Rahm was there, Scotty Scheffler. I think they'll be bouncing around for a while with those guys, high quality people and, and, and golfers. So uh, good stuff. Uh, I'm a fan. I, I hope the best for, for Rory. 
That's my take. Yeah. I, interesting story on him. So, um, so if you're a, <clears throat> a listener of the pod, you would know by now that um, one of the holes that I have in my heart is the, uh, the 2012 Ryder Cup at Medina. And um, I think it was like Sunday singles. He ended up, well, that, that may not make a lot of sense. One of the matches, whether it was like <laughs> the first match Rory was in or Sunday singles, he ends up being late saying that he couldn't mm. figure out the time zones mm-hmm. or whatever for the alarm. And some yep. like sheriff uh, ends Drove up him. Yeah. driving him, and like I'm sure he had his lights on and everything else. He ends up getting there, him there, like just in time, like no, you know, no practice swing, mm-hmm. sort of like how he used to play. But he shows up on the first tee. I'm like, if you're that guy and a golf fan or whatever else, like, don't you make Rory late to that <laughs> match? Like I, I just I I was just yeah. baffled and uh and yep. he made it and and I don't remember what session that was, but we ended up losing the whole thing and uh and in part yeah. there, you know, that was it was I'm the sure uh, twenty twelve Ryder Cup. I'm pretty sure uh twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, it was. I just can't remember if it was like the first session he was in or if it was the oh, Sunday singles yeah, or whatever. I was just like what are My- you doing? Mike, you know the the kind of the backstory on that too. The, Isn't that where he met his the, wife or something? That's where he met his wife. Yeah. Like the PGA Tour comms lady at the time, who kind of yeah. was showing around or he was showing some interest in, was the one that kind of realized that he was late, got his butt out of bed, and yeah, c- turns out now that's his yep. wife. And um, and we lost that Ryder Cup. So yep. way to go, whatever uh, her name is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ryder Cup, so I was, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm always game for it's always Ryder Cup season around here. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. So just kind of looking forward to that. Um, do you all know offhand the last time th- that the U.S. won the Ryder Cup in Europe? Either one of you know little weekend at Berkman's trivia? No, I I don't. Oh, I don't want to guess. Goodness, I don't know. Hold on. One dollar. Yeah, I got nothing. One dollar. <laughs> what Take does that guess. mean? What do you mean one dollar? Well, it's kind of like Price is Right when you don't know, you just go one dollar. Assume everyone's going to go over, you guess a dollar. Oh man, I'm. I mean, it was in two thousands, man. Like, uh, all right. So, 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 no, 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 so no, 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 twenty fourteen. No, there's the state. Twenty sixteen. Jeez. The one was late. I think it's a not little, even close. I think it's a little hot in that room. Um, yeah, so you're Steven, if I, it. No, no. Hey, if stop. I'm, I'm working it backwards. I'm working it backwards. So they would let like, golf was right, like we what, don't we don't have all night. Oh, no, I, don't even try. Steve, Steven, if, if I said 2000, would you say before or after? If it's after, I'm going to guess it's within three years after. Like, it, it's either right after mean? 2000 or right before. <laughs> it's either like the year right at, it's either the Ryder Cup right after 2000 or the one before, but it's around, around the uh, change of the, what, millennium? Well, believe it or not, and, I'm gonna and say all you have to do is I'm working my way back. Like the U.S. has like only won like 
twice in the 2000s, right? Like maybe three times. You got Hazeltine. You got Valhalla. Okay, Mark's looking it up. He's ex- he's all right. No, that's so, it. I, so I'm gonna okay. I don't know. 2000. I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing. All right. So I, the I, the correct answer is 1993. Wow, uh, Nicole, it's I been forever. That was the Belfry. Um, I wouldn't have guessed. Tom that. Watson. Tom Watson, actually the captain who ended up getting roasted uh, by he got slayed by Phil, um, just filleted uh, after the last Ryder Cup where Watson was the captain and they lost. I think that was I think that was fourteen or something at Glen mm-hmm. Eagles, and then of course France was an absolute disaster. They just brought yeah. the fairways. Yeah, the golf national Tiger. was it? Oh 2017, gosh. 2018. Uh, and uh, Patrick made Tiger apologize for playing yes. bad. And uh, that was so. Yeah, I I couldn't believe it. I was racking my brain. I was with you, Mark. I thought it was surely it's been you know in in the 2010s or something of that yeah. effect. But it's been mm, it's been 90, 1993. So, wow. um, man, yeah, crazy forever. Absolutely, it's it's one of those uh, just anomalies in sport, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, next one's gonna be gonna be interesting, worth watching for sure. Where is it? Rome. Uh, last, next? is that the deal? Rome is next. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting, interesting location there. So yeah, interesting location. Um, lastly, this week in golf. So, Stephen, uh, did you talk to uh, Alker? About us getting to our twentieth. Did you tell him we got to the twentieth episode? Did he? Did he get after his last win? Come on, I think he's back in Australia. The way that the phone lines work, it's it's mm-hmm. kind of confusing. Um, but up. no, I'll definitely give him a little shout. Uh, again, we go way okay. back. Um, of <laughs> course, credit to me for starting his win streak uh, here <laughs> at the Woodlands uh, Champions Tour event. So. If nothing else, he owes us. Um, even if it's not monetarily, he owes us at least 20 minutes of his time. So, yeah, give, mm-hmm. give me some time. I'll work on it. Okay. Um, but he's not a big social media guy. Uh, so, not sure if he, he will do the podcast scene. Mm-hmm. He's, he's old school. You have a Pinterest so, page or something? Pinterest or something? What's he got? MySpace. MySpace. I mean, <laughs> just look him up. Look him up. He's got an AOL instant messenger account or something. What I mean, he, he might be a guy that has like a LinkedIn. You never know. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, on to everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. So I'm going to start with uh, start with the old man. I don't know if you're able to procure something down there, but uh, what do you got for us? Oh boy, I have a real (laughs) treat for you guys. Um, And again, I'm going to have to use a little dictionary uh, terminology to ensure that I'm a domestic guy. And domestic means to the location from which you currently sit. And if that is an accepted definition, then I have an Argentinian domestic by the brand called patagonia and uh this is a man clothing and beer look at that i was gonna say clothing and beer yes uh but it's called patagonia cerveza amber lager um it's uh, you know it's it's actually it comes in what looks like a 40 (laughs) oh wow (laughs) big boy Uh, oh yeah 
it's uh, it's not small, um, but it it's you know it packs a punch. Those that have been able to come down here know that uh, Argentina has a couple of domestic breweries. Um, they do import a lot of beer, but they have one called Kilmes and Patagonia are probably their two biggest. Um, and again, I don't quote me on that. There might be another couple that are in there, but those are two of the biggest. And Patagonia is one that I'm I got this evening. Um, it's an amber lager, so it's a little bit darker beer, but it is a lager, so it's an interesting confluence of the, you know, the red uh, flavor or red, sorry, red color of an amber, but it's also very light and airy and crisp. I really like it. It uh, has a good initial flavor profile, light, um, not overly hoppy, not overly, uh, um, gosh, what's the word? Bitter. Uh, it's got a good aftertaste. I give it a, you know, a good a three out of five, three and a half out of five mowers, you know, with the old, the North American domestic scene. Uh, maybe down here, I give it three and a half, um, you know, tango dancers out of five. <laughs> um, that's a local thing down here, tango dancing. Um, great beer. I really like it. You know, if you ever find yourself in Argentina and looking for a domestic Patagonia, make some good, uh, some good lagers, some good beers. They have a couple others that uh, were down there too, but I, I wanted to go with the lager because, you know, I like me some lager uh, flavors. Um, but yeah, Kilmace is another brand uh, and they got one or two others, but uh Good stuff that they're producing down here. I think, uh, as I mentioned, they do a lot of imports, a lot of imports. Um, and so it, it is a bit of a challenge to find some yeah. of the local stuff. But, it, you know, really, really good. Um, again, three, three and a half out of five. Pick one up right. at your local <laughs> local importer in the U.S. if you can. Uh, pro- probably more focused on the the wine scene. There would be my the guess, wine scene but, is uh, much much bigger uh, with the the Mendoza region, the Malbecs, um, a lot of local type of grape. I know Malbec uh, probably originally came from France, but uh, they do great work with the Malbec. I had a couple uh, different Malbec uh, brands tonight at dinner with my my steak. Um, man, the wines are are uh, outer outer world here uh, you know when i told people that I, I was looking for a domestic beer truly they all looked at me like what is your problem um the, the wines are fantastic I, I i would i would give the nod to the wine over the beer here any day of the week yeah mm-hmm. yeah well and, and here too i mean i went down to uh downtown houston there at one point to we have a place called specs liquor warehouse it's got uh, hmm. pretty much everything and i had picked up a sixer of Kilmis uh, at some point i think it's been Sitting on the shelf Oof. a little too long. Um, yeah. It wasn't uh, super refreshing as it uh, uh, Google search would herald, but um, I, I'll, I'll give another, maybe another try or uh, get it, uh, maybe it's get one of those. It's not bad, but I'm, I'm with you. It, it's, it's, it's not bad, it, uh, the Killmates, but it just, it just it's an interesting flavor. But uh, the Patagonia one, I really like. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Urban Hunter, what do you got? All right, so shaking it up. We're shaking we're in the it top up. 1%, so we're going to get a little wild here. Oh, and uh, again, baby. I didn't want to open a new uh, new bottle tonight, so I'm um, going with something off the shelf. Hmm. And uh, Mike, I, I hope you can get some video in here because this is a really sweet bottle we got here. This is actually 
Tequila. So this is some Resposado tequila. This is Mi Familia Flores. Hmm. Uh, So this is like of tequila. You got the Blanco, the Resposado, and then the Añejo. So this is kind of your... And then sometimes you have like extra Añejo. So you're taking like four levels of tequila. But this is kind of your your kind of mid-level, very good. Um, This one came highly recommended out of uh, Total Wine. I uh, don't shop there as much as I do specs, but highly recommended. Even have some up here in the lid. I don't know if you guys can see that, but that is key. I up saw here that. In the lid. Oh. Um, but we we use this again. I just have it on some ice right now. It's actually pretty good. Just kind of drinking it like that. Um, but we use this the most when we make um, uh, espresso martinis, mm. and we'll do it with tequila instead of vodka. And we'll do that with Resposado tequila, and very, very oh. good. I, I, I like, I like the martinis with vodka, but when you tra- change up with tequila, it's. Uh, I can highly recommend that. So, if you have a, uh, what are these fancy machines? Um, what are these fancy espresso machines that we got here? Nespresso. Nespresso, yes. Uh, then, uh, yeah, put a little uh, tequila in there and. Really? Good. Yeah, highly so recommend. many questions. First so time many I had questions. it was in uh, San Antonio at a really nice place over there with with Resposado tequila, and I have not had a espresso martini with vodka ever since. Wow, highly recommend. And this is a good hmm. one if you're looking for Resposado. This actually go Mi Familia Flores, and it comes hmm. with a crazy ass looking bottle like this. Very fancy. Look good on the shelf. Beep. Ooh. Did your, uh, did your uh, buddy at the uh, local liquor store there sell you that one too? No, the, I don't. Like I said, I don't go into. Uh, did my buddy? Did I? Do I, I have yeah, a story? I remember, I don't know there about? was a guy who. Yeah. Like a fake, oh. Uh, oh, the guy that got me to buy that super expensive. Uh, yeah. Mess yeah. Your, your pal. Uh, no. No, that would buy it twin liquor anytime. Okay, that was yeah. twin liquor, but yeah, I still gotta find that guy. Um, <laughs> but no, this this was uh, total wine. This was total wine, and again, I am gonna follow up. I'm gonna have a drink review where I use that mezcal again mm-hmm. and make it into some of those fancy drinks that we had at dinner mm-hmm. that night. Because mm-hmm. when you can do a tequila drink and substitute substitute it with mezcal, I think I actually will like it. Then it's a little less ashtray. And just kind of get the smoky flavor then versus like the, you know, cigarette ash. But yeah, tequila, shaking it up. Mike, what do you got? So um, so this is a bit of a topsy-turvy pod for me. So I, um, you know, I went ahead and did something sacrilege for me. I'm going to debut a uh, porter um, on the pod, which I... You know, you Please know tell that me I, it's the Hershey Porter. So this one is a oh, collaboration yeah. between Pottsville PA and Hershey PA. So it is yes. a Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Um, porters, I guess, are, you would say, cousins of stouts, maybe? Um, darker, you know, you can get like a coffee porter, chocolate porter, similar to stouts. I was, you know, I hadn't... Uh, I guess when I was living in the Northeast, like I wasn't necessarily big on, on stouts or porters. And so I hadn't dabbled too much. And then I decided to pick up some sort of like porter sampler pack. And uh, mm. one of them in there was a pork roll 
Porter. And if you don't what? know the Northeast, what yeah, yeah, the, the Northeast fit. Right. Famous for Come famous on. for pork roll and Taylor ham, and Taylor uh, ham. that is not something that mixes. And I think it's like you know, if you've ever had something where maybe you had a little bit too much to drink, peppermint Eesh. schnapps or whatever, and then you can never have peppermint again. Uh, I think that that pork roll porter just kind of soured um, yeah. porters for me. So this one, I and and that's why I wasn't rushing back. To, to do a porter mm-hmm. review here on weekend at Berkman's. But I thought, you know, I, I, I saw it at the store. I picked it up just in case. And then, you know, no, no internet this evening, whatever. <laughs> uh, like, it's bizarro world. So I, I give it a try. Actually, pretty good. Um, Whoa, it's, wow. There's a ton, a ton of chocolate notes. And I'm a huge fan of, of uh, milk chocolate and Hershey's chocolate syrup and all that good stuff. And this is definitely more more chocolate than whatever that pork roll uh, porter crap that I had was. So um, mm. if you like chocolate and, um, you know, darker beers, I, I would definitely give it a try. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And surprisingly, even um, if, if you take a while to, to drink it, um, it's still, still pretty good towards the end. It doesn't mm. get, uh, you know, like, like one of those beers where the, the ABV is too high and it's more like a barley wine or something. This is, this is pretty much good through throughout. So they did a, um, they did a really good job. No, no surprise really um, from the folks at Yingling. Like I like their standard issue. Mm-hmm. We like their Oktoberfest and this is a, a good alternative if you're looking for, for a darker beer and, and you know, quite creative to have a collaboration um, with two uh, Pennsylvania staples. Nice. Mike, my question is, did you go, uh, full send and buy the six pack hoping you like it or did you buy the single bottle in like the the mix and grab section <laughs> yes yeah, single bottle there's still a, there's a bit of a gray area i think i may have single-handedly we, you know we're we're you know here at weekend at berkman's we move the needle um we do we've done it, you know community mm-hmm. mardi gras coffee like we like we and I think I single-handedly changed the policy at Central Market to where you can't, you know, just pluck like single bottles out of these mm. uh, these these four packs and sixers. But I, I ignore it. And uh, usually they, <laughs> you know, up at the front, they've got some sort of single can or bottle code that they end up using. Oh, um, so, no, I just especially because it was a porter, I just got one. But um, mm. if I if I had some folks coming in that I knew like dark beers, I, I would pick this up because it's a nice nice little novelty and it uh, tastes good too she got everybody there in uh, central market rolling their eyes like mm-hmm. oh this guy's back again you know no, like buying I, single beers i didn't know i didn't know the fault you know it says uh it says you know they all got to be marked or whatever but i i didn't know and yep. uh you know like the like the all you can Mark, eat buffet, uh, Mike just all you can eat buffet. The, uh, it didn't say what day you know i keep coming back Mike takes a stance of, hey, I'm in a store. Everything's for sale. Everything's negotiable. <laughs> George Costanza, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, oh, Mark, I, be, before we shift, uh, Mark, yeah. I want to ask, have you ever been to Three Nations Brewery there in, uh, in, in the DFW area? Uh, uh, no, chance? I've been by it. I have not been into it, no. Okay. Had a yeah. chance to stop by there, running some some errands up in the the uh, Plano area mm-hmm. um, this weekend. I had a chance to stop by there. Uh, pretty cool nice. spot, big place. Okay, um, they had some activities going on. They had uh, 
lots of good selections, you know, nice. sours, uh, seasonal Oktoberfest, all sorts of stuff. A lot of good hazies, and I, I like hazies too. And uh, so definitely worth stopping over there. Food was pretty good too. Uh, okay. Good, good wings and other options. So if you're if you're ever in the area, um, and I I did you proud. My uh, my first one was the mango smash. And, yes. Um, from the. Uh, yeah, from the, the what do you usually say? Something of Capistrano. It was it was delicious. <laughs> it's like the salmon of Capistrano. Yeah, right, right from the source. So it was right yeah, it was it was really delicious. But um yeah, three nations. Nice. I don't I know we got it locally in the central market. I've picked up a few singles of those, mm-hmm. but I don't know how, how broadly they distribute. But if you see that uh, three nations, pretty good brewery. Highly recommend. All right. Uh on the cowhide, so we can certainly express this. Uh, the uh, the Colts and the Boilers both sucked. Um, <laughs> Boilers played the uh, the last place uh, Wisconsin Badgers, at least in their division. They ended up yeah. losing. I I was out and about. I looked down. It was twenty one zero. I said, "Look, I didn't check my phone." Um, the Colts they they end up losing to the Titans as kind of big divisional game. I saw that they they're going to bench. Matt Bit of a Ryan, con- quarterback maybe. controversy. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Benching him for the rest of the season going with Ellinger, so we'll see if they can maybe uh, catch fire with mm. him and, and turn the season around. But uh, bad bad weekend uh, for me, but, you know, whatever. No no grand visions of, of anything amazing going on for my teams this season. Um, Oklahoma State pulls out a big one versus uh, – versus UT so um you know that remains to be seen where they end up at the end of the season I think they're maybe like seven or eight in the ranking now and uh I'm assuming you guys gotta love TCU winning maybe uh you know that strengthening the uh, the loss there a little bit and then then probably eventually you know waking up and (laughs) and losing some point later in the season um but uh, that was obviously a, a big win there. I, I thought when Ewers came back that UT was going to be unbeatable, but um, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. But uh, any quick synopsis from the alum here on uh, on on that game? Did did it tell you anything you didn't know about OSU or, or what what exactly happened? Yeah, no, I mean we we uh, we got down a little early. First half was mm-hmm. a little shaky, a little back and forth. Texas got out to a lead. Uh, I was still calm and collected. I, I thought I would have been a little bit more, um, be a little bit more frustrated at that point. Uh, kept everything under control. Uh, but yeah, second half we played much better. Only held mm-hmm. Texas to a field goal in the second Three half. Three points. So yeah. Kudos. Yeah. yeah. Kudos to our uh, kudos for our defense. But you know, part of that was uh, we stepped up offensively, got out of the mm-hmm. uh, conservative BS that we were doing for a little bit, got a little bit more aggressive, uh, got better field position with our defense holding tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the, one of the funniest things I saw coming out of there um, was it showed a picture of JFK aged to, you know, very old. And it said if, uh, if Ewers was the shooter, this is what JFK would look like. Uh, because long story short, that guy could not hit a wide receiver. He was overthrowing everybody by like 10 yards. So um, I do think not if viewers was a little bit more accurate, that game would have been different because Texas had a lot of wide open receivers wide open. that he overthrew. Jeez. So, 
Um, yeah, yeah, but like luckily got two good interceptions right at the very end of the game. Kelly actually got me on video jumping up and down on the last one. Uh, <laughs> right, it was happening, so it's kind of perfect timing. But um, yeah, exciting game. Uh, and now the our kind of last tough test, I should say, is this coming weekend. We got K State up there in Manhattan. Uh, mm. They love to lull people to sleep going to Manhattan. I'm glad it's not a big <laughs> game because it's way tougher. Manhattan is known to knock off uh, – K-State's known to knock off some good teams in Manhattan at night. So I'm glad it's a 2.30 game. Um, and then we got Kansas. Just bought my tickets. I'm going to go up to the Iowa State game. On oh, nice. Well, so excited for that. A little game day atmosphere. Hadn't been in many years, so it'll be fun to go back. And then, That's in um, Stilly, right? Stillwater, yeah. yeah. Cool. Of course. Uh, and then we got OU and then uh, West Virginia to round out. So we're looking pretty good. Next uh, next game will be our toughest before the final three, and to keep keep it rolling. And then we might uh, see TCU again in the Big Twelve title game. So you know, I, I gotta I gotta highlight it for the listeners in case you you didn't notice it there. I think there's a little uh, a little. Uh, I don't know, shade, if you will, being being thrown at OU there. Steven just kind of glossing right over them like they're not even a real program or, yes. or school. So I, I guess I wouldn't expect anything less of a rival. Um, yes. Oh, OU's, OU's not having a great year this year. They're, they've got, they're struggling. They lost way too many players that transferred out either to USC or other schools. It, it's it, – their true colors have shown here and you know, you're on what quarterback number three, two or whatever. And it's just, it's just rough. I mean, I, I don't feel bad. I mean, it is, it just is, is what it is. I hope Oklahoma state plays them hard and you know, we play our game. I think double overtime loss to TCU. I mean, that, that game could have, should have gone a different direction. We're up 14 with nine minutes to go. Again, I think we've been, you know, I think our quarterback was a little banged up that week and, uh, he was back healthy this week, so it was, yeah, good. I, I again, I know I might have uh, Marnak made the prediction of eleven wins this year. I think that still can hold true. And hey, we're bowl eligible, baby, so that's nice. You know, a lot, a lot of good things going on for OSU. Okay. Okay. And uh, of course, the uh, <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys still uh, still firing on all cylinders. Um, I think they what did they beat the Trois? So you know what that's that's one. That yeah, I mean it's kind of like uh, if you to. don't win that, that's a yeah. fire coach fire your coach game. Correct. But, um, yeah, I mean, trouble in well. the base they, they, though. They beat them right. I mean, and they should have, and so they well, beat them. You know, twenty four to six. Right, defense played great. Offense knew how to make plays that they need to make. Yeah, yeah. It, mm. That to me wasn't anything special. They did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. But uh, like I was saying, trouble trouble still in the bays. Uh, Rogers mm. and Brady both go Ooh. down, so they the older guys can take continue to struggle. Um, I have to take a look at who who the favorite is uh, to win Bills the, and the, the Chiefs. Super Bowl. Okay, Bills well, and the Chiefs. Yeah, gotta... Bills. I think probably more than the Chiefs because they just beat them the other weekend. But yeah, yeah. The, Bills are a wagon. And they're gritty. That that is, I love Josh Allen. I've liked him. Yeah, you're a Bills in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the Bills, man. And again, I really don't watch the NFL, but when I do, if the Bills are on, I'm watching them because 
they're fun to watch, man. Good on offense, great on defense. Fun, fun, uh, fun team. I don't always watch yeah. the NFL, but when I do, I watch the Bills. <laughs> um, and then uh, maybe the last thing I'll mention is I saw a, some story. It was pretty funny. Apparently, A and M. Uh, so we're so we love dogs here on uh, weekend at Berkman's, and uh, apparently A and M suspended their mascot. Uh, I don't. It's it looks like some sort of lassie dog. Um, because the dog went into uh, Jimbo's Jimbo Fisher's office and took a whiz or, or a, a dump or something, and they ended up. Uh, <laughs> that is probably the best spend- best thing going in or out of his office here of late. That was probably uh, that dog. I think I think you might have read that from a satire site because <laughs> yeah. I think they're making not fun true, of, uh, not true. Uh, make they were making fun of Texas A&M just had to spend three players due yep. to. Post game loss celebration Correct. of the marijuana uh, pot variety. Marijuana. Uh, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. Post locker room loss. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Hell did, of a locker room that Jimbo's got going on there. Not great. Did, did, Not they, great. did they take a whiz in his office too? I mean, I if Jimbo was my coach, I'd whiz in his office. <laughs> and there's no no love lost there, apparently. Mm-hmm. No, I, I again I got all the ties to AM like, but I, I think Jimbo is is I don't know how many again, I know why guys go to AM, they get a lot of money, but I would not pay, play for Jimbo. Not a chance. All right. Uh so balls in mitt. So uh we've got um I think We've got the Strohs versus uh, the Phillies in the World mm-hmm. Series. That starts, starts Friday. Um, bit of a break here between the series. I don't know why they have to take so long. But um, uh, Strohs sweep the Yankees. So that was a shellacking. I think the Phils won, I want to say, 4-1 over the Padres. Yeah. So that was uh, no contest as well. Um so yeah, the uh, continues to be a great year sports wise for uh, our first and only guest weekend at Berkman's Terry. <laughs> um, so this will this will be an interesting series. I think the Strohs have to be the favorite. Um, we were we were talking about uh, an interesting character named um, Mattress Mac. Uh, it, it doesn't work for the mob. Uh, actually, sells uh, mattresses in uh, in and around the Houston area. I, uh, and so he's he's a bit of a local celebrity. And uh, at some point he started doing this thing where he said, you you know, you come and you buy a thousand dollars worth of furniture. And if a certain team wins the Super Bowl or the World Series, then, you know, mm-hmm. the, the furniture is on on Mattress Mac. It, it's free. And then, of course, he takes out some sort of insurance policy, whatever. But, uh, Mark, I think you were saying he stands to win significant amount of money uh if if the Strohs win the the world series this year is that correct right? yeah they uh the story on espn today was something like 75 million dollars and he he kind of tears his betting 75 you know, large ones 75 large in the early part of the season he finds you know casinos with the the best odds and starts putting money down on them does it over the course of the year as he got this, you know, promotion going, you know, it's up to like $3,000, I think, or $4,000 worth of furniture, 3000 
Um, and yeah, three to win. Yeah. Then you get it for free. But he he bets over the course of the year, and I think he's got like on order of magnitude seven and a half million dollars bet or, or ten million dollars bet currently on average odds of seven and a half to one. Right. So if they win, yeah. they'll get seventy five million, which will more than pay off. Yeah, his his uh wow. Uh, yeah, but he's also made millions of dollars on this furniture deal, so it's like pretty much a perfect hedge. Um and he's been doing this for I don't know, what it was since like 2014, 2015. He's lost too. Don't get me wrong, kids. Be careful what you're betting on, but uh only bet if you got it to lose. But uh a really interesting story, huge pillar of the community. Um he's done some really really good stuff. Um when Houston's hurting, Man, he sure steps up to to help help out. So, good guy, quality guy. But if they win, he he's gonna be he's gonna make a mint. Correct, correct. And then think of all the goodwill that goes yeah. along with that, right? I mean, it's it's it, yeah, he's gonna make cash hand over fist. So. Yeah, and that's I mean that's high quality North Carolina. Oh, American or... made, all oh, okay. American print. I need to find out their return policy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a zoo. Just drop it off. Season. Keep keep the plastic on it. Just keep the plastic on it. No, yeah. don't bring it inside. Just in the garage is fine. Oh. You might be back next week to pick this up. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Well, it should be a it should be an interesting series. Like I said, I think the Strohs are are probably the the favorites. Um, the uh, Phils kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, the mm-hmm. Dodgers were definitely the National League favorite, and uh, but they they got hot hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so does the name Bruce Bochi uh, do anything for either one of you? Mm-hmm. A little hockey, hockey. <laughs> Come on, actually, actually, he's a he's a bocce ball player. What about you, Mark? Do you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, he's a he actually, baseball coach. Yes, yeah, he actually is a. Former I think he might even play baseball. Yeah. Jeez, please, no. hockey. Man, who am I thinking? San Francisco about? Giants. Who am I thinking about? You're thinking of Rick Bonus. No, um, no. Get out of here. Come on, uh, I think he, he's a he's he was he Giants, and I, I think my dad told me he's yeah. taking over the Rangers soon, or maybe I'm making that up. But yes, I thought he said yeah. Rangers. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he won. He won a, at least a couple. Uh, oh yeah, a couple of World Series with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he is going to be the new skip for mm-hmm. uh, Texas hmm. Rangers. There you um, go. Now I don't know how how old he is. Uh, I think he's uh, sixty seven. So I don't know. I don't know what that is in terms of like how effective Skippers he's going to be. I don't know. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of there's and some old skippers. are getting younger. What is that in but... skippers' ears? Yes. Well, you know, Stephen likes his skips to be like in their forties. Like bonus is out the pasture, according to him. So we'll <laughs> obviously Bochi's Bochi's got a little bit of pedigree, but we'll hope he sticks around a little longer than uh, not Lasorda. Who was the guy in uh, the White Sox? Uh, La Russa? Russa. Yeah, La Russa. Yeah, I think he's sweep he's the out, leg. But... Sweep the leg. Yeah. But um, kid. I don't know. Ready we'll kid. see. Maybe the maybe the Rangers All can right. uh, can catch some fire too with a uh, you know former hockey coach coming in. That's that's it's interesting. Mm. A little bit of cross pollination. Mm-hmm. It's all on the hips. 
Um, all in the hips. <laughs> go to your happy place. Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, I, I, I do, I do want, I want to prime you all next time for a Costco conversation. Oh. I just, I, I, I want to know all about it. I, I don't, we don't have time tonight with the express version, okay. but I, the next time we meet, I want to yes. talk. I want to talk a little bit about. Let's do that. it. Perfect. And, I'm probably going to Costco Sunday. It'll be fresh in, fresh in mind. Nice. I'll let you know all about the samplers. All right. The, yep. the, perfect. That enigma that is that is Costco. Hmm. All right. On to Bye. Marnak the mediocre. Okay. So um, I gave you an absolute meatball uh, last week. I you did. I almost had the over. So, so I asked half. Marnak if Oklahoma State, no defense, and Texas, no defense, were going to hit the the over. Um, and they, they almost did it in the first half. Probably a bit of hyperbole there, but but not. Um, and and of course they did. I don't know why I don't take my betting advice. I'd, I'd be mm. like mattress mac here but um <laughs> so i'll give you another one it's a little interesting and i and i did this and i didn't realize my genius but i i'm asking for the florida georgia line florida georgia line now that's a oh that's a band is that a band or something yeah they're trash but yes they are <laughs> okay. so uh so my question to marnak is will the florida gators cover the line against the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. What's, What's the line? line? Let's call it 22 What's and a half. 21? Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, Ooh, and that's, I believe that's in Athens. Not a chance. Ooh. That was, mm. a quick gut, that was a quick gut reaction. I forgot that they now are doing it at home and home as opposed to like some – Middle ground, you know, like no, no. Whatever. I think that there's still no, no, no. It's still in um, Jacksonville. Oh, oh is it? Well, oh, they're hey. talking about doing. I home trade. And home. I trying to change it, but no, it's still right, in. This Jacksonville. is a little bit more sketchy, but I still think Georgia. Um, yeah, covers the spread. I just, yeah, man, Florida's struggling here of late. They've won. Don't get me wrong. They've won some games, but man, Georgia's Georgia's playing pretty good. But. <laughs> They're playing some good football. They're playing some good football. So I think, yeah, let's go with it. I think they cover the spread. We'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was a okay. sure bet Long- if they were in Georgia. Now I'm a little bit questionable, but I still think they cover. I'll, I'll stick with my gut. And I ought to know better than trying to do logistics and timelines and locations. Mm-hmm. So I obviously screwed up. So what does that mean? Does that mean that? Like Georgia should have a home game, and now it's like more of a new. Like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, these, yeah. these neutral yeah, site yeah. games, it doesn't take away from their amount of home games. So like, thirteen teams have six or seven home games. When it comes Correct. to neutral sites, it doesn't take away from it. Like they'll just have one less like away game technically, because like technically no one's like technically there's a home team someone's wearing their home jerseys right but it's considered a neutral site they've been doing this for a while now i forget what they call this is this is like the cocktail party cocktail party yep, yep, cocktail yep. party mm-hmm. right um but they are trying to change it up but you know i think that they're recognizing that while it's cool 
it really, you know, doesn't bring mm -hmm. the money to the cities of Gainesville mm -hmm. and Athens and all that. There's all sorts of revenue into the cities. And, and again, I think these neutral sites are just a little watered down. Like I'd rather have yep. on campus. Like I really, there's yeah. not a neutral site game that I really enjoy. Except for bowl games, right? Again, that's different. But during the year, these neutral sites like AM Arkansas up in Jerry World and others, I, I just I would rather have them be on campus. So I'm a proponent of them going uh -huh. uh, back to the campuses. But um, yeah. Don't there's some, there's like some other weird reason too. Like I forget what it was, but there was some other weird reason why they do it this way. And I don't know. Well, they, like yeah. uh, Arkansas and LSU used to play in Little Rock. Um, uh, at uh, War Memorial Stadium, I think in uh, yeah, Little Rock, yeah, yeah, and then they stopped okay. doing that. So, like, there's some teams that are, there's some history to it. Uh, they've been doing it for a while. Probably again, sleepy Little Rock, uh, Little Rock, trying to bring some uh, some good stuff to the economy yeah. there. Uh, I'm sure there's some other historical reasons, but um, uh, I like bulge. them kind of moving away from some of these. Yeah. I'll be well, I'll be Matt. interested in the future to get your your takes on the uh, the fall classic and the Wrigley games and the aircraft carrier games and wherever Pool, else so we'll, the we'll Poulon Weed Eater Bowl yeah I mean all the all the bowls we'll 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 table that for a for a future episode <laughs> all right so Florida not gonna not gonna cover twenty two not not, not feeling so not, we'll, I mean we'll Georgia's just did yeah we'll see hey again. Florida fans, I, I could be wrong. Happy to eat crow, but Georgia's, Georgia's looking pretty good. So uh, on to Department of Corrections. So again, oh, another, no. another week. Pretty, actually pretty clean. Oh, um, and, oh. and, and, I, and I would say clean. We we're almost, we we're almost perfect, except for I've sort of got a ex post facto. I don't even know what that means. Uh, the, if, multi if so facto multi multi going way back in the uh the archives here so in a previous episode Stephen, you had mentioned <sighs> that a cortisone shot requires being put out and i in and your i lower back yes i thought that hulk hogan on some sort of documentary, it said that he used to get cortisone shots like before the match. Correct. And when it's in your knees and elbows and other stuff like that, yes, it's just a standard shot procedure. Yes. But the this... way I was describing it in your lower back, I can promise you, I got the evaluation and the estimate for cortisone in the lower back, and it's a full, I'm out. So I hey against he gone. He yeah, gone. It was uh, not the cheapest of bills to get cortisone, which the max benefit was up to six months for that yeah. bill. And I'm like, uh, yeah. no thanks. That's I mean, if you were if you had a few member guests and you know other mm -hmm. things, it might might be worth getting that for the six month period. Couple but, scrambles. Yeah, there was some, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a couple scrambles. There was some guy at work though came in, he's like, I had to get a cortisone shot in my back, and I said, Oh, did did, you know, did, did they have to put you down? And he said, no. I said, he's not a horse. He's, uh, not a, he's not a horse. They don't have to put him well, down. I don't know what the right term oh, is. Like, geez. you know. Anesthesia. But, yeah, yeah, I can promise you I did the full evaluation, uh, confirmation, got the estimates. 
sure I'm still at the piece of paper somewhere with a lot of zeros mm. and the comma. And I said, no, thanks. Okay. So maybe a little semantics there on upper versus lower back. So we'll, uh, we, I don't know if we're going to call it clean or not, but no, clean, uh, clean. Okay. This is what we're in the pros now. We're one percent. Welcome the to the pros. That's true. That's true. We are, are we're trending trending better. And I can I can think of a few I uh today already, but mostly mostly me because of my my limited faculties here. So mm-hmm. a bit of an excuse. But uh all right. Uh so let's go ahead and uh round out this uh express version, if you will, with a little bit of low college so i'm gonna start with the uh with the old man what are your thoughts for for the week the rest of the week there in uh, ba i mean i'm impressed this is of the 21 episodes i'm impressed that uh, this is the first time i haven't been department of correction is before so uh i'm probably going to celebrate right like the rest of you guys you know maybe do a crossword in the morning maybe the wordle um might go to the gym i don't know We'll see what happens. I'll get a little crazy, um, but I'm pretty proud of myself for having a clean episode. Um, also, that said, uh, you know, it probably goes without saying, but we'll say it anyway. You know, it's, you got to cherish your loved ones. Um, and you, you have to you have to remember that family's important. Um, friends are important. You know, you two guys. I know you guys always challenge me to like, hey, what are you going to do? You're going to contact your loved ones. Well, I, I believe that, you know, us chatting during the week is, is that, that exact thing. So uh, thank you guys for continuing to, to, to chat and text and call and all that kind of stuff. I enjoy the, the banter. Um, the other thing is I, you know, encourage people to get out uh, and, and to travel again. I think uh, I talked to a couple of people this week that have not left their, part of town in the last two years because of covid uh i just want to let everybody know and i know everybody comes from a different place but uh get out the world's open you know uh, go go see some things go on vacation take your kids and your wife or your husband or whomever and and go do something uh get on a plane get on a bus get on a train highly encourage you to do that um I don't know this, the podcast members here clearly travel. We've done on sites all over the place, even internationally, you know, here in BA and in Detroit. Um, so it's, it's uh, get out, you know, and, and go see the world. Uh, things are getting safe. Things are safe. Um, don't be afraid uh, to, to take, take some risks and to try some things. So that's me, some local knowledge all the way from Buenos Aires, Argentina. All the way from BA. All um, the way. I just, I just want to highlight to the listeners: we, we did again, did not get a real example um, there of, of any cherishing of, of loved ones. So we, you guys we, don't I count think as we loved ones. To, That's terrible. <clears throat> Sorry, I think we we're. To, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Stephen. Uh, you know, the, and this is kind of. I'm just going to dive right into mine because. <laughs> This this goes perfectly into it. Um, I I, th- I thought about for the last day or so, kind of you know, hey Stephen, you know, you got all this brilliant knowledge and these quotes and all that. What do you have for this week? And I I came up blank, and I was like, guys, uh, I don't really have anything new. So I'm officially I'm officially going on strike for uh, local knowledge until we get an example. 
and, until we get an example, excluding the podcast host of a cherishing of a loved one. So I'm officially on strike. I'm done until we hear for the listeners and for us an example um, of cherishing mm. your loved ones. So what do you, I'm on what strike. do you mean? Like, like I, I love my family. I, I love like what? what no, 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 it's different. But you got to say you always say reach out. Reach to out. We never talk oh. to you. Got the dramas with, and you got the oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you got the unsolved issues and the uh, you know oh, all the, all that. We need an example. And we're 21 episodes in, and we're still left hanging. All right. Yeah. Family so- direct family doesn't count. And your podcast hosts do not count. All right. Hey, if you want to go on strike, pal, I'm on strike. I'm, I'm doing strike. the northern. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm picketing our podcast for local knowledge. He's at what the fence kind of line. message does this send our listeners? Oh, well, because join I mean, a union. Become, here we go. I mean, <laughs> I think the message he's trying to send is put your money where your mouth is, Mark. Bingo. All right. Uh, all right. So Stephen will be uh, smoking at the fence line playing euchre um, until <laughs> further notice. Um, yeah. I no. I I was I was gonna I was gonna convert your lack of um, real examples into a Department of Correction item. But like, Stephen has taken. Like, but uh, I'm not asking you guys to give me examples of stuff you say. Well, we're normally getting into it. We're providing examples <laughs> versus these philosophical things. I'm, normally, Mar- Mike and I's. It's like, hey, we did this, and this is why we feel this way, and we want to spread this knowledge. Yours is more mm. hypothetical and philosophical, and we need the okay. deets. All right. Well, maybe I need but, to get less philosophical. Tell people to you know. We, we try like it. that about you, Mark, but you got to tell pretzels. us about. They're amazing. <sighs> Speaking of that, oh. I was going to ask you on that flight down there. Did they still have the um, the pretzel bun with the no. butter that you? None of it. Really? None of, no. No rolls. No basket of rolls. None of that. It's what? All pre- prefab comes on a tray. Oh. Fre- freaking COVID. Screwing. Mark, it you're in position. You got that. Premier I know. platinum I know. I know. Rolls Royce. You, million you miles. are in position, you know, Rolls million Royce, miles with your yards. with your with your poker chips and all that. You're oh. in position to write a complaint straight to the top at United mm-hmm. and say bring back the bring back the baskets of the rolls mm-hmm. and all the other fun little uh uh vittles that they used to have and say okay. especially oh, yeah. the pretzels. The the guys like the pretzel rolls bring them back okay i can i can remember the pageantry it was the hot Mm. towel rolled up Mm. and then you'd put it Mm -hmm. you'd use it you put it down they come by and they pick it up then they brought you the warm nuts Mm. still do the warm nuts warm nuts nuts still the warm nuts okay and then they they brought out the warm pretzel rolls i used to take that little block of carry irish gold butter and i you know mm-hmm. i just fillet open my my pretzel my warm pretzel bun i put it inside there it all melts mm-hmm. you know get two or three of those with your meal and then the yeah. hot fudge sunday still do the I sunday mean, it almost it's amazing okay you always okay. wanted the seats up up in the first part of business class and i'd always get two straight off the bat i didn't care about the people behind me you wanted it sorry you mm-hmm. should have gotten seat 1a 1b 2a <laughs> Sorry, 
out of luck, but I always grab two right off the bat. No mess yeah. around. Sorry if you were behind me and didn't get them. Not my problem. It's just Man. America right there. You need to cheer Look out for your yourself. Loved ones. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me an example and I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, little chippy. Little, little chippy. chippy here on 21. Little chippy. The, the 20, hey, it's getting late 20 down honeymoon. there in Argentina. Yeah. It's after midnight. It's, it's tomorrow. It's already tomorrow here. Yeah. I know what you guys do because it's already tomorrow. Yeah, we're in the past. You're in the future. Mm-hmm. Either way, either way, Mark, we appreciate you doing the first uh, international on location. Absolutely. Um, Making history here on weekend at Berkman's, uh, you know, for me, um, I was I was gonna do like a kind of focus on nuance. Like I I love this. I'm assuming you guys do the same thing where you have text messages, and if you want to soften a message, like even if it's kind of a direct message in terms of what you're saying or a difficult message, you put a put an LOL in there. Mm. Do you do you find yourself like me doing that? Like like yeah. LOL, oh, yes. LOL, yes. you did really bad on that presentation, or like, like something to that, or LOL, your breath stinks, like something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to soften it because the problem is in text, you really lose that the context. <laughs> yes, correct. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Steven just sent me a text that says Mike sucks. Lol. <laughs> I did try it's it out like, just to make it's sure. It's like I was when you say, right. hey. I don't mean to be offensive or I don't mean to offend you, but you're, you're like, well, yeah. then what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I got you. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, when you sandwich bad news, Hey, mm. you're really good at this. You suck at this, but Hey, don't worry. You're a great person. It's kind of like the same thing in a text. You sandwich it with ha-has and LOLs. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so that's a funny one. That That's kind of new age. If I think about old age or like, you know, from mm-hmm. my childhood, I remember my my mom, and she's a sweetheart, but she'd say something like, "Well, we'll do the best you can," and I'd say, "Well, I'm pretty sure if I would have practiced harder or prepared better, I I could have done better." And so I'm I'm not a I'm not a big fan of that one. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of apropos given um, this evening circumstances. You know, I'm I'm a uh, Mm-hmm. Without internet and some of my uh, some of my usual uh, things that I have at my disposal, but uh, you know, I still did the best I can, did the best I could, and I, I think it, it turned out okay. Great. So it's like a little bit of grit and resiliency, and just just push through. And so uh, um, I, I guess that's a good you know real example um, of some advice oh, that, I, that I'm, nice. I'm glad that I was able able to do that so um but we're gonna be just fine don't don't worry about us we're uh, we're gonna come back uh, come back uh, better than ever here next pod and uh um i will be withholding steven's paycheck uh, for the time being, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you don't complete the whole episode you don't get the whole paycheck <laughs> for real all uh, right well, that's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Uh, hope you have a great rest of your week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Safe travels, Mark. Thanks.